Praise the Lord. All through century, all through century, the Holy God was always in the lookout for a man to stand in the gap. Even though it started from the time he created the earth, he is still on the lookout for one man or a woman who is willing to stand in that gap. He even told his disciples the same thing. Are you not able to bear one hour with me? Because God is waiting to do something. He is waiting to do. But the thing is children are not ready to stand in that gap. Because his children are satisfied with one minute, two minutes, three minutes for a short time and we get tired. Today I want you to tell your neighbor, God has called you to stand in the gap. And God is going to do a mighty thing today in your life. God is going to do a mighty thing in your life. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, may we just rise, if you don't mind. This week uh, has been a, um, what I call an interesting week. A lot of testimonies, a lot of um, challenges. But um, God takes the glory at the end of the day. We've had wonderful testimonies. We've seen challenges uh, around the world. And um, we need to give him praise. We need to give him glory. You know of what happened in Sri Lanka. You know how many of our brethren died there. But they didn't die in vain. They did not die in vain. Now, it could have been worse, but God did his work. It could have been worse, but God did and took the glory. So we're going to pray for people in Sri Lanka who have lost uh, children. A man I had lost three of his children or two of his children. You know, he came all the way from around the world to go on a holiday and he lost his children. He's one of the richest men in the world, but that didn't save him. But you know something? Our God saves. Our God saves. So let's just, let's just uh, spend a, a minute praying for the people in Sri Lanka. Pray for them in your words that God will comfort the people. God will bring souls to his kingdom. God will help to change around and turn around the circumstance of the people. God will do something special. God will do something special in the lives of everybody in Sri Lanka. We just thank God for how it could have been worse. But he did it. He did it. He kept us. He kept the people that he kept. Unfortunately, some people were lost, but he kept the people he could keep. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, we're also going to pray that this will not happen again. We're going to pray it will not happen again. You know that sometimes we... we we pray 
and it seems so general, so out there. You know, but I've learned that we should not take these prayers for granted. We should not pray in unbelief. I have a personal experience. There is a church in um, Nigeria where I used to attend. We had a president called Abacha. He was um, a dictator, Sani Abacha. And things were so gloomy in the country that one day the pastor raised a prayer point. He said, we are going to see in this land someone as a president, a born-again Christian, someone that confesses Christ. When he raised that prayer point, it looked so, so, so silly. But you know what happened? This man, Abacha, died. A former president was sent to prison. In prison, he gave his life to Christ. And when he came out, when Abacha died, he was now elected president. And he confessed Christ. Now, people might argue that uh, he backslid or whatever, but he confessed Christ. So, these prayers are not in vain. These prayers are not in vain. So, I want us to now pray for Sri Lanka and say, this will not repeat itself. This will not repeat itself. This terrorist attack will not repeat itself. The people will live in peace. The people will live in love. They will live in peace. They will live under the grace. They will live under the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, um, how many people usually are asleep at 9 o'clock here? Can I just say a wave of hands? Okay. Two persons are asleep at 9. How many people? Three, four. How many people are asleep at 10 usually? 10? Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Okay. How many people are asleep at 11 usually? 11. Wow. Okay. Very good. How many people are asleep at 12? Wow. Ah, come on. So the rest of you don't sleep at all? <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Now, those of you that don't sleep before 12, can you give a round of applause to all the people that will have been asleep at this time normally? Please, just give them a round of applause. Please. Praise the Lord. Now, can you just turn to your left and your right and say thank you for coming and bringing Jesus here? Thank you for coming. Where two or three are gathered in his name, he's there in their midst. Thank you for this time. Thank you for bringing Jesus with you. Thank you for helping my prayers. Thank you for the opportunity to lift God, to praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Okay. Now, who is ready for the spiritual exercise of today? Oh, yes. Now, that is the spirit. You see? You see, bodily exercise profited a little, but godliness profited too much, right? Good. So, we're not going to exercise. Can I just see your right hand up? Right hand. Left hand. Right leg. Left leg. Now, you're not going to be careful. Be careful. Just 
do like this. Like that. Just a, a gentle right. Now a gentle left. Now you are kicking the devil. Say, devil, I've kicked you out of here. You have been kicked out of here. Now you wave your hand. And I say, Jesus, you're welcome. Thank you for coming here. Sweet Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. In Jesus' name. May we be still for a minute before we pray. I just want to share something with you very briefly. Um, who knows about the principles in life? Who, who knows about the world when you say principles? You guys, you understand what principles are? When you hear the principles and laws, you, do you understand what it means? Now, in the Bible, when you see the law, it talks about generally moral constraints, moral standards that is expected of you. When you talk of principles, it tells you of eternal concepts, right? Eternal concepts and structures that persist and guide us. Now, so I'm going to talk about a few principles and some laws that make a difference. Now, principle number one. When you read the Old Testament, it is different from the New Testament. Very simple, right? Now, principle number two. Don't confuse uh, Old Testament with the New Testament. There's a difference. We can quote it, we can refer to it, we can use it, but do not mix it up. Why? Because Jesus said, don't put old wine in new skin. Why? It will burst. The, the things that have to do with the Old Testament have been superseded by the appearance of Jesus. The, the things you see in the Old Testament are a shadow of what Jesus has given us. So, it's just like this now. If you see me today, and you greet me. And then the next day I tell you, Brother Jignesh, I'm going to give you a thousand reals. Right? When you see me tomorrow. So, now Brother Jignesh sees me at night. And now goes and grabs my shadow. And I'm standing here with one thousand reals. Is that not a loss? That is exactly what we need to be careful to avoid when we read the New Old Testament and the New Testament. You see, Jesus has come to fulfill the law. So we need to embrace him. Now, when you say fulfill the law, it means what are the principles behind the Old Testament laws? He has come to bring forth those principles and fulfill it and show you how to actualize it. A very simple one. He says, which I'm very sure the Bible students here would know. When you look at a woman with lust, I'm talking to men now. When you look at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery. It's not until you do something out of your wedlock that you've sinned. You see, Christ was explaining that principle. Right? But you know what happens? Some men now, 
say, okay, I will not look at a woman and the woman should cover her head from head to toe so I will not see her, so I cannot commit lust. We see it in a lot of religions now, yeah? We see it in a lot of religions. You see women are not meant to be covered their head from head to toe and only their eyes so that a man will not commit adultery. But you know, that's not the principle. That's not what Jesus is saying. Jesus is saying that you don't need that. What you need is him. Look unto the Unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith in every circumstance. It's very simple. Now, one more principle before we pray. The principles and laws are given to help us, to guide us. He said, take your, my yoke upon me. Yeah? Learn of me. Take your, my yoke upon you and learn of me. His yoke is light. Why does, why does he say that? Why is he giving you something else? Because you see, when you take Jesus' yoke upon you, you know what a yoke is? A yoke is basically what they used to hold the mule to, to move in a certain direction and to basically power the ground. When you take the yoke, what happens? You have to remove the other yoke. When you accept Jesus into your life and you take on his instructions and his guidance, what happens? Every other thing that you will have done drops off. Are you understanding me? Now, in the Old Testament, it's very simple. In the Old Testament, you had all the Ten Commandments and all the laws, right? The dietary laws in Leviticus, right? Now, all those laws, the 319 or 321 of them, depending on how many you want to count, right? We could not fulfill them. That is the Jews. Could not fulfill them. Why? Because the flesh is weak. So, according to Romans 8, right, Christ now came to fulfill them for us so that it's very simple. All we need to do is this. Look at the perfect man who has fulfilled all the law. Believe in him. And then every dietary law, every law, Ten Commandments has been fulfilled by us following him. If you try to fulfill the law by your own works, right, you will die. I'm sorry. That's what the Bible says. It says there is death because if you miss one, you've missed everything. It's death. If you try to follow the Old Testament laws, you failed. But if you follow Jesus Christ, you will fulfill the purpose of those Old Testament laws. I'll give an example. I, I, I used to be in a church where in order to make sure women don't cause distraction to men. They say you, you would wear your skirt, has to reach up to here, right? And you would not have a, a slit in it. Why? Because the, the church felt it was important to protect the men and create decency and modesty in the congregation. However, do you know what now happens? Now, people now take it as a new law that if you are in this church, if you are a Christian, you must dress in a certain way. Therefore, if you are not dressed in that way, you cannot get your breakthroughs. You are not following Christ. You understand what I'm saying? So, well, that is mixing up the Old Testament with the New Testament. And it means that you are depending on your own strength to fulfill God's purpose. It won't work. It won't work. We basically have to sit down and say to ourselves, what has Christ come to do? 
Christ died for my sins. I need to follow him. And if I follow him, his instructions will lead me to do good. But because it's so simple, men will try and create their own laws. It's a very simple thing. Accept Christ. Listen to him. Follow the Holy Spirit and you will not sin. However, we try and create laws, we try and create things in order, I'm sorry to say, satisfy our flesh. Go and read Colossians. It does not work. And that is why sometimes, I'm sorry to say, we try and even manipulate God. We start to pray and say, I've fasted 10 times a day. I've, I've read my Bible. I've done this. Why is this miracle not coming? It doesn't work like that. The only, only way to get a breakthrough or to have an answer to your prayer is in the name of Jesus. It is not in the name, it's not in your name, it's not in your pastor's name, it's not in, of course, not my own name, right? It is in the name of Jesus. If you are trying to work very hard so that your, answers, your prayers will be answered, you've done wrong. It won't. It won't. I'm sorry. It's only in the name of Jesus that our prayers are answered. So, why then do we have to pray? Very simple. God has asked us to pray. If you don't pray, you don't get. If you don't ask, you don't get. It's very simple. Then why do we have to pray long before we get answers to our prayer? Because we are Walking in unbelief. Our flesh, our manner, our thinking needs renewal. That is why you see we have to pray long prayers. When Jesus told Peter, come. When he was drowning, did he pray long? No. But, unfortun but fortunately, okay. Jesus died for us, so we were like Jesus. But we still need renewal, right? Now, if we if we commit ourselves to the baseline of what Jesus Christ did for us, everything we need has been prepared already. All we need to do is to take a step forward in faith and begin to receive it. Because it says in Romans, again, 8, that if he has died, if he has given us his son, how will he not freely give us all things? I mean, if somebody gives you himself, what else can he give you again? So it is not by the long hours of prayer. It is by Jesus Christ that we, are, that we receive. Commitment. Follow through with him. However, we have to pray long because our minds need renewal. Our minds need working. Right? Our minds need changing. Our, our, our thoughts, our thought processes needs to be renewed so that we can begin to think and walk like Christ. Is that okay? Now, can we just open to Romans um, 12 too, just to give you a sense of where we need to be. Sorry. He 
says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, when our minds are not renewed, it's difficult for us to know how perfect God's will is. God loves us. He wants good for us. I, I lost, um, my family just got some bad news and somebody died. And I was talking to them over the phone and one of the things was that, well, we don't know what God did. I said, no, 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 no. no. God did not do it. God does not kill. He does not kill his children. If any of us here kills our children, ROP will take you, lock you up and shoot you. Then if God creates such a law, why will he kill his own children? God is good. So let's not change things. Huh? God is good. God is good. Now, he does not bring harm to anybody. He does not bring evil to anybody. If there's any evil happening to anybody, it is not God. It's the devil, our ignorance, or the fallen world. God is good. He will not send his son to die for us if he didn't, if, if he didn't want good for us. Is that okay? Now, can we rise to pray? You know, he sent his word and healed them. There are spiritual things we need to remember. He sent his word and healed us. Right? He, why did he send his word if he doesn't love us? He loves us. That's why he sent his word. Yeah? I've, I've, I've had a burden for the past one week. You know, a, a word came to me for someone here. And I've resisted it because I think it may be something in my own head that is saying it. There's someone here, Romans 9. 9 is for you. Romans 9, 9 is for you. Right? And because that Romans 9, 9 might look so difficult, on the 25th of May, there will be a special either weather of political upheaval that will use it, that God will use to confirm something for you. Romans 9, 9. Just take it. I don't know. I don't know. And if, it's, if you don't see anything on 25th, just know it's me that I, I, didn't, I was eating too much sugar. That's why. Hmm? But I believe there's a word for someone. Okay? Now, we're going to pray. Right? Can you just put your right hand on your head? And you're going to make a declaration. You will say, head. Head. Hear you the word of God. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the unction. And the anointing of the Spirit of the Most High God. Therefore, you will think aright. You will receive aright. You will function perfectly. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please just turn to your neighbor. And put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. You are going to declare for your neighbor. You will declare the peace of God upon your neighbor. And say, neighbor, receive the peace of God. Receive the grace of God. The excellence of the Spirit of the Most High God. Receive it. 
I declare it upon you by reason of the precious blood that was shed on the cross. Receive peace. Receive the love of God. It is yours in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, we are going to go to somebody else, please. Not somebody you came with. Somebody different. Hmm? Go to somebody different. Some, not somebody you came with. Just touch somebody different. Yeah? You're going to pray for that person. And say, brother, sister, I declare upon you, this week, Shah be great. Greater than all you have received thus far in your life. Going forward, this new month shall be greater than all the months that are past in your life. You will see great things. You will receive great things. You will do great things. For the kingdom. For everyone around about you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we pray. Now check your hand. Is it hot? Are you feeling the heat? Okay very good. So that means if you are feeling the heat. There is an anointing coming. Now touch another person. That you didn't come with. You say, brother, sister, my brother, my sister. Receive anointing for breakthroughs. Receive anointing for love. Receive anointing for prosperity. Anointing greater than any you have received in your life thus far. I declare upon you breakthroughs is yours. That problem is gone. I agree with you. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. No hindrance no obstacle raised against you shall shall I don't know why this is holding up my tongue. No hindrance, no obstacle raised against you shall stand. In the name of Jesus, I declare for you, I agree with you, victory is yours. By reason of the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross. In Jesus' name. Shout three hallelujahs. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, before I go, I want, to, I want you to ask yourself, why am I here? Am I here to receive? Am I here to give 
to God? Am I here to fulfill the flesh and say I came for all night vigil? I came to please my father or my mother? Or it's a habit, I have to come. You need to ask yourself, because that is Old Testament. New Testament is that you came here because of Jesus. You want to meet Jesus because he's here for you. Right? And if indeed you want to meet Jesus, he's here for you. Right? He's in you, he's in me, he's here with us. And that problem, that challenge you had, that challenge you had, he's taking care of it already. Right? And that breakthrough you had, he says there's even more for you. You see, that peace that you have, he says he's going to multiply that peace. The love you have that is tearing your heart for that brother, for that sister, he says it will not quench. Now, some of you have challenges. And those challenges seem as if they will not go away. But I'm here to tell you, those challenges have ended. By reason of your agreeing here, those challenges have ended. Can we just put a round of applause for God? Church, as we are standing and while NG4C gets ready, to lead us in a worship, I would like to pray a very special prayer for our brother Satyamurti's son. Uh, his leg got burnt with hot water and he was in Badr al Sama. Now they're moving him to another hospital. So just let us pray for him right now while they get ready. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Daddy. Father, we believe with all our hearts you are the miracle working God. Lord, we have come here for a reason, Lord God. Lord, we have come here to stand in the gap. For whoever is in need, Lord God, whoever is in trouble, Lord God. Father, we have come here to remove mountains, Lord God, that stands in the gap of your children, Master. Father, we pray healing upon that child. In the name of Jesus, wherever he is, Lord God, we pray that healing will be his portion. Give wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to the doctors, Master, to treat them properly. And Father, we say thank you. You deserve all the glory and the honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. As Brother DJ was speaking about Sri Lanka, uh, this week when I got the news personally, I was feeling so shattered. And in my heart I was thinking like, you know, uh, God, why is this happening? Why is this happening to believers all around? If you watch through some YouTube channels like uh, Open Doors and all that, you can see how much Christians, how much true Christians are being persecuted in countries where we do not know of anything over here. Thank God for Oman for it being so peaceful. But as I was thinking about this and I was feeling bad thinking about this, God put this word in my heart that the blood of martyrs is a seed of a church. The blood of martyrs is a seed of a new strong church. So the blood which was shed by all these Christian believers, all our Christian brothers in Sri Lanka, was not for vain. 
because i strongly believe that there's a strong revival coming towards sri lanka that no eye has seen no ear has heard in jesus name amen hallelujah shall we all rise and bless the lord our god What a beautiful daddy we serve. His name is loved and his name is feared by the demons. Shall we all raise our voices and worship him in all our languages? Hallelujah Jesus. You have the word at the beginning. One with God the Lord most high Your hidden glory in creation Now revealed in you I cry What a beautiful name it is What a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus Christ my king What a beautiful name it is nothing compares to this What a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus You didn't want heaven without us Jesus you bought heaven down My sin was great My sin was great your love was great No walk could separate us now What a wonderful name it is What a wonderful name it is It's the name of Jesus Christ my king What a wonderful name it is It's nothing compares to this What a wonderful name it is the name of Jesus cuz death could not hold him the rail tore before you you silenced the boast of sin and grave the heavens are roaring the praise of your glory For you are raised to life again you have no rival and you have no rival and you have no equal now and forever God you reign yours is the kingdom yours is the kingdom Yours is the glory Yours is the name of power What a power
Jesus Christ, my King. Ooh, what a powerful name it is. And nothing compares to this. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. There's power in the name. There is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, there is power in the name of Jesus. Sing it out, there's power. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain. To break every chain. To break every chain. To break every Oh, there is power in the name of Jesus. There's power. There is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, there is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain. To break every chain, 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 to break every chain. There's an army rising, there's an army rising up, there's an army rising up, there's an army rising up to break every chain to break every chain to break every chain there's an army rising there's an army rising there's an army there's an army rising there's an army rising up to break every to break every chain 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 there's an army rising there's an army rising up. Sing it out, church. There's an army. There's an army rising up. To break every chain. 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 Hallelujah, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. Raise us up as your army, O Lord Father, to fight the good fight, O Lord Jesus, till the end of our lives, O Lord. Jesus' mighty, precious name we pray. Amen. And G4C. Thank you. God bless you. 
attitude of worship. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Lord Jesus Christ who died for your sin and my sin. Remember Lord Jesus Christ who came down to this earth to bear the punishment of your sin and my sin. And he redeemed us from sin and death. And now he is resurrected. Now he has ascended and seated at the right hand of God, given you and me eternal life. How grateful you and me ought to be. Give thanks unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks for the salvation the Lord has given you. Give thanks for every sin has been wiped out from your life. Though your sins were as scarlet, now they are white as snow, which means they no longer are being looked by God the Father. How great is the love the Lord has bestowed upon each one of you. Remember Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you so much for dying on the cross for each one of us, Lord. Lord, your love is so precious for us, Lord. We are so grateful to you. While we were yet sinners, Lord, you loved us. Even though we didn't love you, you loved us. It is you who first loved us. Thank you for the love. Help us to reciprocate that love back to you and to each one of our fellow brethren. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Tonight, so we are all here for a purpose. Each one of us are aware that today we are here to stand in the gap to pray to our Lord for our brethren. So what do we pray to the Lord? How do we know what to pray to the Lord? So the Lord helps us what we ought to pray through his word, not for this generation, not for us alone, throughout the history of mankind, the Lord always taught his children what ought to be prayed for, what is the Lord's heart and mind for the mankind, which he has given us through his word, through his children. So let us look into few scriptures. Let us understand the heart and mind of the Lord, wherein we understand and then we pray according to our Lord's heart and mind. Open your Bibles to Daniel chapter 2, verse 19 to 23. So Daniel chapter 2, verse 19 to 23. So before I go to the scripture, the context of this passage is Daniel was brought as a captive into the land of Babylon. The king was Nebuchadnezzar. So he was given a place in the palace and they were being trained as the wise men. At that time, interestingly, an incident happened and King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. You all might be aware of that when you have read the scriptures. So in that dream, when he saw something, he did not tell the dream to the people, but he wanted his wise men and the magicians to tell the dream and then interpret it, which all those magicians told, this is a very difficult thing which we are, we are asking, 
no one in this world can do this one only gods can do this one and gods don't live among the people so please give us some time then king was angry and he told all the wise men in this country needs to be executed at that time the people who were supposed to execute came to daniel and shadrach and meshach and abednego as well and daniel asked why is it that king has decreed such a harsh sentence then the satraps they told that king had a dream so he wants the wise men to tell the dream and interpret so this is when daniel went on his knees and asked the lord for help this is where god taught daniel about himself this is what i want you and me all of us to understand from this vision the teaching what the lord has given to daniel is that the lord whom daniel is serving is sovereign over whole mankind over all the earth and all the universe and all the creation and daniel the moment he saw the vision in which he was able to see the dream of nebuchadnezzar and as well as the interpretation he understood the sovereignty of the lord god almighty that's when he prays this prayer which we are going to read the scripture daniel chapter 2 verse 19 to 23 then the mystery was revealed to daniel in the night vision then daniel blessed the god of heaven daniel said let the name of god be blessed forever and ever for wisdom and power belong to him it is he who changes the times and the epochs he removes kings and establishes kings he gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding it is he who reveals the profound and hidden things he knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him to you o god of my fathers i give thanks and praise for you have given me wisdom and power even now you have made known to me what we requested of you you have made known to us the king's matter so he was able to praise the lord his god because the lord made him understand the sovereignty of the lord who is he who establishes the kings in this world who is he it is the lord god almighty who is he who deposes the kings who removes the kings it is the lord god almighty daniel understood and all through the book of daniel this is what the lord has given him through through the prophecy and the visions what is the book of daniel all about daniel's book is all about the history which happened for us which is the future for the time of daniel everything what daniel wrote is the future for him or for his generation and beautifully the lord has explained in the sequence exactly which kingdom was going to come upon the world which king is going to come upon the world which king is going to rule which king is supposed to be deposed which kings will come and overtake the throne in a detailed way the lord has prophesied and everything happened as per the lord's word what does it mean for daniel daniel understood that one the whole mankind is under the sovereign power of the lord even though they were the evil kings that is very important to understand and we know that the kingdom of babylon and the persia and the uh, kingdom of greece and the rome they all came in sequence and the kings came in sequence and today what is it for you and me 
who is ruling this world. There are 200 plus nations and there are kings, there are presidents, there are prime ministers, there are democracies, there are elections. This is the real world because Daniel lived in a real world. God was speaking to him about the real world around him. All those kings were around Daniel. Today, we, as the children of God, we too have a real world around us. There are people who are going to rule us. There are going to be people who are going to be elected. But as the body of Christ, what is it that you ought to pray for? When we know that the Lord is sovereign and He is the one who is establishing the kings and He is the one who is deposing the kings, the prayer the Lord wants you and me to pray, the Lord has taught in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. The disciples asked, Lord, what do we ought to pray for? Let us open Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. I will read quickly for the sake of time. Pray then in this way, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. You, we all know this scripture. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what the Lord has taught. The Lord's will as it is being done in heaven, our prayer is to the Lord that his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why do we need to pray that His will needs to be done on earth as it is to be in heaven? The reason is there is always a rebellion on the earth. There is no rebellion in heaven. The rebellion which was in heaven was overthrown. The Lord has thrown everybody who rebelled. And now, now they are in the skies around us. And the, the, devil, the devil and the demons were trying to rebel against God. But even though they tried to rebel against God, the scriptures say that the comfort for you and me is that one. Everything will work together for the good of those who love God and according to his sovereign power. That's the comfort you and me need to take when we pray for our lands. Do not be worried about who is going to come on power. Who is going to lose the power? It is not for us to decide who is good. Because we don't know in our puny minds who is really good, who is really bad. Who will really accomplish the purpose of God, who will not really accomplish the purpose of God. That's why the honor is on God. The yoke is on God. Let us not that take the yoke which God told to put on Him. That is what we ought to pray for. Today we are going to pray for the will of the Lord to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Would you all join me in prayer? Please arise. Let us pray in an understanding way. The Lord has clearly shown quickly. I have gone through the scriptures. Understand that the Lord is sovereign over every single authority that is ever been established on this earth from the day one to the day last. Romans chapter 13 verse 1 says there is no authority which is not established by God. Let us pray that Lord's will be done on earth. Let us pray for each of our nations. Our nation, uh, our nations are going for elections. The Nigerian elections have been completed. The India is going for election. But let us not worry about who is going to come to power or not. Let us ask the Lord to show His will on this earth as it is in heaven. 
Our Father, Lord, we commit our nations which are going to elections into your hand, Lord. All these democracies, every establishment of government and authority, Lord, it is you who has created that one, Lord. Lord, even people elect as a formality on this earth, Lord, we know that it is your sovereign authority who elects the men and the rulers over the kingdoms, Lord, because you are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. Father, we commit the nation of India into your hands, Lord, even as elections are happening everywhere across the country. Lord, we ask you to shower your will upon the nation of India, Lord. Not only that, Lord, every nation who is, which is going to elect the presidents and rulers, Lord, accomplish your purpose by electing the people whom you choose, who will fulfill the purpose of your coming, Lord, who will fulfill the purpose for which you have established them, Lord. Lord, we know you are sovereign over everything and everyone on this earth, Lord. Father, you have shown us through the scriptures that, Lord, you are the one who is establishing the kings. You are the one who is dethroning the kings, Lord. Father, we ask you, Lord, to do it for your glory's sake and for your name's sake, Lord. We commit the country of India and all the countries which are going to elections into your hands. Let all the rulers, Lord, be elected according to your will and purpose. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us open Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 to 40. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But Lord answered, and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation craves for a sign, and yet no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah the prophet. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Why I read the scripture? There is a graphic word the Lord has used to describe the Pharisees. An evil and adulterous generation. Why does the Lord use the word adulterous generation? What is, the, what is the meaning of the word adultery? Adultery is the word, we all know that one. It is an unfaithfulness of a spouse towards the other spouse. The Lord intentionally brought this word to tell those people, I am your God and you people do not worship me. Instead, you worship the other gods and then you still ask me for a sign from heaven. I will never give it to you. There, there is a strong condemnation in those words. You, only a wicked and evil generation, a wicked and adulterous generation, the one who worships other gods is asking a sign from heaven. I will not give you. The sign is already given. Jesus Christ dying on the cross, being buried and getting resurrected is the only sign I will give it to the humankind. Is it not enough for you to believe in me? This is what the Lord is asking. Every one of the mankind, the Lord is asking, do you still want to go and worship other gods? Do you want to be an adulterous generation? Or do you want to be a bride of me? There is a prostitute in the revelation, there is a bride in the revelation. Why did God take in the examples of these two contrary nature of the contemporary world? There is a reason for that one. Everyone who worships anything other than the true God, the living God, 
is being considered as unfaithful to God. Let us open Revelation chapter 17. Verse 4 and 5, I read. 17 verse 4 and 5. The woman was clothed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a gold cup full of abominations and of the unclean things of her immorality. And on her forehead a name was written, a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. Chapter 18 verse 3. Quickly, for all the nations have drunk the wine of the passion of her immorality, and the kings of the earth have committed acts of immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich by the wealth of her sensuality. I heard another voice come from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not participate in her sins. This is the prayer which we are going to pray for. Very important for today's generation. The deception of the devil is right beside you, on your right hand and left hand. Because it's a deception, we will not be able to see with our physical eyes. Unless you are in communion with the true Lord, with the Holy Spirit, you will not be able to see the deception. You will be participating in the adulteries of this woman unknowingly, even being a Christian. Be, beware of that one. That's why the Lord is saying that one. The Lord is not talking about an unbeliever here. Come out of her, my people. Who are his people? His children. Let's close our eyes. Let us ask the Lord for individually for each one of us that the Lord will show us the deception because the nations are drinking the maddening wine of her adulteries which you are seeing everywhere the entertainment world the technology world is a deceptive world wherein this woman the babylon the great the great city is dragging the people into the deception and the sin wherein even the children of god are being unknowingly sucked into the sin let us pray for ourselves and our dear and near brother. This is our duty to pray for each one of us. You pray for me. I pray for you. You pray for the one who is in right hand and your left hand. That the Lord will open our spiritual eyes to see the deception. It's not that willingly we are all going. Willingly that men are going. That it is the deception of the devil. So let us ask the Lord to open the eyes, the spiritual eyes of each one of us. That we will see the deception. And we will overcome the temptation. We will overcome the sin. We will be victorious over the sin. We will come out of her who is the Babylon the Great, who is the sin of this world, who is the harlot. The Lord does not want you and me to be participating in that one. Let's pray. Let's pray. Continue to pray for anyone whom you know that who are in the sin. Ask the Lord to bring them out of the sin, out of the deception. The Lord don't want our one leg to be here and one leg to be there. The Lord said, either you serve me or you serve the mammon. Many people think that I can serve the Lord and I also can be in the world. The Lord hates the world. If you love the Lord, we will hate sin and evil. Romans chapter 12 says that one. 
So let us ask the Lord. Father, we ask you, Lord, to open the eyes of understanding of each one of us, Lord, that we will see the deception of the devil and we will overcome, Lord. Lord, we commit our young children into your hands, Lord. Lord, even they are eager to know you, yet, Lord, there is a temptation all around them, Lord. Father, bring them out of the temptation, Lord, by showing them the spiritual truth through their eyes, Father God, through the spiritual eyes, may they discern what is wrong and what is evil in this world, what is deception in this world. May they come out of that one, Lord. May they come out of her and be precious unto you as a bride, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Revelation chapter 19, verse 7 to 8. So if you come out of her, where are you now? Chapter 19, verse 7 and 8. Let us rejoice and be glad and give the glory to him for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It was given to her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and clean, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Also, First Peter 1, chapter 2, verse 9 and 11. Let us read quickly. It's a very important scripture. 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 9. I read, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Understand this scripture. It's a beautiful scripture. The Lord is saying you are a chosen race. You are a holy nation. If, you, if, you, if I ask you what is the name of your nation, what would you tell? Would you tell Nigeria? Would you tell India? Or would you tell Sri Lanka? You might tell it because that's why your flesh came in. But the Lord is saying you are already out of that nation. I am calling you to my nation. My nation's name is Holy Nation. The name Holy is what? It's a separated nation. The Holy Word is not something which has to be kept in a box and to be worshipped like that. Holy means a Greek word and a Hebrew word. The meaning is you are separated. Come out of her, my people. Do you see that language of the Lord? Come out. Be separated. That's why you are holy. That's why this nation is holy. You and me are part of that holy nation. The Lord is asking us to be firm in our decision to be in that holy nation. Let us not be in both the nations. We cannot be in the na both the nations. That's why the scripture saying, says in verse 11, quickly, Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain fleshly lusts. Who are aliens? The nationals are not aliens. Correct? So in this world, you and me are aliens and strangers. Don't even allow your garment to be touched with the filth of this world. Be separate. Be holy. Let us close our eyes and ask the Lord to give us grace to be separated from the filth of this world. Because the Lord is calling you and me as a bride, so precious, with white linen, which are the righteous acts of the saints. The Lord has imputed his righteousness over you and me. The Lord is asking us to be practically righteous for his glory. Father, we thank you, Lord, for calling us as your bride. Lord, thank you so much for calling out of this world and to become a precious children of yours, Lord. A separated people for you, a chosen race, a royal priesthood, Lord. Lord, when we offer a spiritual sacrifice unto you, Lord, you are saying that we as the kings are offering that spiritual sacrifice unto you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the privilege you have given to each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Finally, 
let us open revelation chapter 21 verse 5 and 6 revelation chapter 21 verse 5 and 6 and he who sits on the throne said behold i am making all things new and he said write for these words are faithful and true verse 6 then he said to me it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end i will give to the one who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost the lord is declaring his sovereignty his all powerful nature saying that one i am the alpha and the omega i am the beginning and the end i am the first and the last in other scripture the lord says that one the lord is the only one who can see the end from the beginning today young people see the many scientific video says that one yes a man can always go into the future and see the future man can always go into the past and see the past isn't it true the scientists are trying to understand what is it but no man can do do that from the reason is we are captured in a sinful flesh it is the lord who has already seen the future everything what is in revelation is it not happened already it has happened to your surprise it's not a future everything the lord has already told has happened that's how when we read in daniel that every king will come and the queens will come and get married to each other everything when we look from now in the history it all happened when daniel saw everything was there in his future was it happened at the time it happened in the mind of god who executes his will and his purpose according to his glory so the lord is saying that one behold this is the time i'm going to close everything i'm going to create everything new so the lord is going to come so we have to pray that lord jesus please come that is to be at the tip of your mouth each and every day the expectancy that the lord is coming now should be there at the tip of your soul and your mouth let us open revelation chapter 22 verse 12 i read behold i am coming quickly and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done again the lord says here i am the alpha and the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end verse 20 revelation chapter 22 verse 20 he who testifies to these things says yes i am coming quickly what is your and my response amen come lord jesus can you say it all together with me amen come lord jesus let's close our eyes father we ask you lord to come quickly to take us to that glorious place where we can be with you forever and ever lord praising you and worshiping you in your glory lord leaving the sinful bodies and sinful flesh lord we will be in a glorious body where we can be with you lord we await that glorious coming even as you have promised us lord lord we ask you we invite you lord come quickly in jesus name we have prayed Continue to be in the attitude of worship even as NG Force will come and lead us in another song of worship.
being wicked, forever He will reign. My God is awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. Oh, He is awesome. He is awesome. My God is awesome. Savior of the whole world, giver of salvation, by His stripes I'm here. My God is awesome, today I am forgiven, His grace is why I am living, praise His holy name. My God is awesome. He is awesome. My God is awesome. He is awesome. Cause you move mountains. You cause walls to fall. And with your power. You perform miracle, and there is nothing that's impossible. And we stand in here only because you made you move mountains. Sing it out. You cause walls to fall and with your power. You perform miracles and there is nothing that's impossible. And we stand in here only because you made a way. You made a way. against when our backs were against the wall and it looked as if it was over you made a way and we're standing here and we're standing here only because you made a way you move out you move mountains, you cause walls to fall, and with your power, you perform miracles, and there is nothing, oh, that's impossible, and we're standing here only because you made standing here only because you made and we're standing here only because you made a way you move mountains let's sing this verse again you move mountains you cause walls to fall 
with your power, you perform miracles, and there is nothing that's impossible, and we stand standing and we're standing here only because you made the and we're standing here only because you made the Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. I want us to pray with that song. It is still the same God that moved away that big mountain called Goliath. And we can call upon him these early hours of the morning and say, Father, every mountain that have beset me from the beginning of this year to this moment. Release your word that will destroy it. I want you to open your mouth. You can call upon the name of that mountain. You can mention that situation. You can mention that problem. I say, Father, release your word. The word of God is like a hammer that shatters any rock to pieces. Father, every mountain that have gathered to encompass me, to ridicule me, to reduce me to nothing or to small size, release your word for your son. Release your word for your sons and daughters. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Father, we thank you this wonderful hour. We thank you because you have answered all our pray prayers in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. You can open your Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. I read from verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage 
until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Verse 39. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. The word of God took me into this very short preparation. He reminded me of the situation the world is in today. And it's true. As in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man comes. And truly in those days, they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, men with men, women with women. Immorality was at its height. He said the people were wild. The people were out of control. The people had lost it. And that was what made God to prepare to send a savior. And God found favor in one man. My prayer this hour is that God will find favor with you in the name of Jesus. And as God found favor with one man, he decided to reveal to him his divine plan. And his divine plan, he gave him measurements. He told him, you're going to build an ark. And the ark will be by these specifications. My prayer this morning is that God will reveal to someone here a special design that will give you a breakthrough that will bring in salvation into the life of many people in your home, in your man, and the whole world at large. I want you to key into the word of God this morning because God is about to bless somebody. Exodus chapter 14 verse 13. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians, whom you have seen from today, you shall see them again no more forever. Sincerely speaking, I don't know the bondage you have found yourself in up till today. But God has prepared this special hour for you. As human beings, we will always try to surrender to our enemy in fear. Usually. Secondly, you might try to meet people and ask them for advice. And when they give you the advice, you might take it. And for some people, their way out is delay tactics. 
Maybe this thing will go away if I just turn my back slightly. Let me wait. Maybe with time, it will go away. And up till now, it has not gone away. Today is your day of deliverance in Jesus' name. Without wasting time, I want us to rise up and pray. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, give me the design plan that will bring salvation into the life of many people. That is the key. Father, give me the design plan as you gave Noah a design plan. As you gave David a design plan. Father, give me my own design plan that will set the captives free, that will bring salvation into the life of people in my community. I want you to mean that prayer. You are not praying? Open your mouth and pray. Father, give me the design plan that will break down mountains, that will shatter strongholds, that will release the captives. Father, the design plan that will set people free. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. The book of 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, it says that the Lord has not given us the spirit of what? Fear. But that of power. And that of love. And a sound mind. Sound mind. Sound mind means self-control. Self-control. I don't know where somebody here has lost it. You have no self-control towards certain things. And you are feeling embarrassed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord, you have not given me the spirit of fear. But this morning, give me control over this particular situation. You know that problem? Tell the Lord, this situation, give me control over it. It has mesmerized my life for long. But this hour, Lord, I resist and I will deny this particular situation from mesmerizing my life. Lord, give me control. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want you to wake up if you're sleeping. If you're sleeping, wake up. You're going to say, Lord Jesus, break every yoke concerning territorial bondages in my life. Why I call them territorial bondages? It could be at your working place. It could be in your school. If you're a student, you don't understand what the teacher is saying. It could be at your working place. 
So I want you to open your mouth and pray this prayer from the bottom of your heart. Every territorial bondage that have taken siege over my life, Father, break them. Intervene in the name of Jesus. Every territorial bondage that have kept me down, that have stopped me from progressing, Lord Jesus, intervene in the name of Jesus Christ. Intervene, Lord. Intervene, Lord. Every territorial bondage that have secluded me, narrowed me, hindered me from showing forth your glory as your son. Father, intervene in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. We are going to pray one more prayer. I want to thank God standing here that the Holy Spirit directed us to enable my younger sister to come over to Oman. She had a medical situation which she had carried since 2011. And coming here, God proved mightily in her life. Two nights ago, she was operated on. The operation was for over four hours. She took more than six pints of blood. In fact, they were calling me until I said, women, there's a, a lady there, please stop disturbing me. The Lord is in control. And sincerely speaking, it's just the hand of God. Now, the tumors that were removed from her, they were more than 13. And it was draining blood from her body. The doctor said this is what that have been causing her to be anemic. And immediately the Lord spoke to me. Now, we don't know the type of tumors in her life. It could be spiritual tumors. Draining our spiritual strength. It could be physical tumors. They have not been identified. But I want you to pray this moment and say, Lord, any spiritual tumor or physical tumor that have been sucking life out of me, Father, operate on me this hour and deliver me. Whatever that have been sucking life out of me, I reject you from my life. I burn you from my life. I cast you away from my life. This is the temple of the Lord Jesus. This temple is not your abode. I reject sickness. I reject poverty. I reject stagnation. 
pregnancy. I reject barrenness. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. As we are gathered here, I want you to make one final decree. Because this is the presence of the Lord. And the Father is here. The Son is here. And the Holy Spirit is here. I want you to make a decree. And God will back it. You're going to decree like this. From this moment... I decree abundant blessing to begin to overflow in my life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And amen, and amen, and amen, and amen, and amen, and amen, and so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Put your hands together for Jesus. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. For you are great, you do miracles so great, there is no one else like you, there is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. In Jesus' name we are worshipped. Please be seated for just a minute. Whenever God speaks, you will always hear it twice, minimum. And exactly while Brother Johnson came, I watched, he's giving the exact scripture that I have here before me. Now this was prepared long time back. And I'll read that scripture one more time so that you will understand the power of God. And every time if you notice in our church, by the grace of God in our church, every time the Holy Spirit confirms through leadership. So that's the reason it's very important to pay attention when the word is spoken. For it will bring healing to you. It will bring restoration to you. It will transform you. It will edify you. It will build you up. And it will meet your need. Amen. That's the word of God. Let us go back to that same scripture with Brother Johnson said. Exodus chapter 14 and I had actually to read verses 8 
to 28, but because of time, we have 20 minutes and we are going to go into a time of prayer. I want you to remember only one thing. It says, the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites who were marching out boldly. If you look at that scripture very carefully to study it, whenever God is about to destroy the mountain that is trying to destroy you or to harm you, God always allows that mountain to be hardened and to be boastful so that that mountain eventually will be destroyed only by the power of God. And that will happen right before your eyes. So anytime you see circumstances or situation rising up ahead of you, stop looking at it and just look up to God. Because the Holy Spirit, the angel of God that went before his children all along and when an obstacle or a mountain was rising up, he moved from forward and went to the rear. God will always be ahead of you and he'll be behind you to protect you so that no mountain, no circumstances will ever have dominion over you in Jesus' name. Actually, I wanted to title my message, but I will keep it for another day. I wanted to title it as God can move any mountain for you in Jesus' name. Any mountain. I do not know what mountains you are having today. So we will rise up, we have 20 minutes, and let us storm heaven. Because we need to bring down mountains today in Jesus' name. Amen. I, wa I don't want you to go too far away. Find one person either on your right or your left. We are going to agree. We are going to make an agreement. Find the person either to your right or left. We are going to make agreement. The first thing we are going to look at Matthew chapter 21. We are going to pray scripture today. Matthew 21 verse 22. Whatever thing you ask in prayer, believing you will, it's on the screen. Can I have the prayer points, my brother? So we are going to pray, God, give us the grace this night to believe in your supernatural power to trust in your word that whatever we have asked according to your will, you will establish it today. Amen. Let us pray. Be in agreement. Pray that today, whatever we have asked, God, you're going to establish it because we are asking it according to your will. And in the name that is above every other name, we are asking it, Father. Father, we ask today, Lord God, that whatever we have asked, Master, we pray that your supernatural power, that we will trust your word, that it will happen according to your will. Father, every prayer that has been voiced out today was according to your will, Father. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call to me and I will answer you. Here's the promise. Call to me and I will answer and show you great and mighty things. So today is a day where mighty things God is going to show us. Our prayers, Lord, we pray that you will do great and mighty things in our midst. You will start in it 
you will start with me you will start with this church lord god and father you will start it with our children and the extension of your kingdom father do great and mighty things in our midst lord god let it begin with me let it begin with my household let it begin in our church lord god let it begin with our family members let it begin in the place where we work lord god great and mighty things father in faith we are asking it that you will do this father in jesus name we have prayed amen in john chapter 5 verse 14 the bible says now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he will hear amen we are going to pray again that we are going to say lord thank you for this day for all the prayers that you have answered every prayer that you have prayed and that you're going to pray god is going to answer and he will answer it according to his word let us pray father we want to thank you in advance lord god every prayer that has been voiced out today in this church every prayer that is going to be voiced out also lord god father we believe it is according to your word because it is your word that we are praying lord god not us we are praying your word back to you so lord we want to say thank you thank you father for hearing us in jesus name we pray amen in john chapter 15 verse 7 if you abide in me and my word abides in you you will ask whatever you desire not what you need it's very beautiful it says whatever you desire and it shall be done for you we are going to pray lord help us and every child of god that that comes to this church and every child of god that we know every child of god father we pray that they will abide in you and in your word and in your will let us pray in jesus name father we pray everyone in this church everyone that we know every one of our family members give us the grace lord god so that we will learn to abide according to your word and your will so that you will be able to demonstrate your power through us lord god give us the grace to abide in you father so you can accomplish the plan and the purposes you have for us in this land in jesus name we pray amen now we are going to pray against every mountain you're going to call out your mountain and you're going to say god that's the mountain that is in front of me that is trying to stop me to reach my destination to reach my destiny now you could call upon that mountain and say mountain be removed in jesus name call forth your mountain to be released today in jesus name whatever be your mountain whatever be it you have the authority he says it's according to my will no mountain shall stand before you no mountain no harm can be against you today you can name your mountain to god command it to go call it forth call it forth and say be gone in jesus name every mountain that is standing between you and your destiny will be demolished today in jesus name it could be a mountain that is stopping the growth of your children it could be a mountain that is preventing your children to grow in christ it could be a mountain that is stopping you from praying whatever be the mountain it's a mountain that is not giving you promotion it's a mountain maybe of a sickness whatever be it 
Today you could call it forth and say, Be gone in Jesus' name. Be cast away in Jesus' name. Father, we say thank you that every mountain is being removed today, Daddy. Father, many parents are in agony. Many fathers are in agony, Lord God. They are waiting to see the mountain being destroyed in their family lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are going to pray for missionaries. Our church is a mission church. And if we do not pray for them, we have failed. So today we are going to look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 38, Matthew, Matthew 24 and 14. We are going to pray, God, we want to pray for every missionary that we support and every missionary that has gone forth in your name. Even though we may not be supporting, but for every missionary that has gone forth into the vineyard. Let us pray. Father, we pray for every missionary, Lord God. The missionaries that we support, the mission, missionaries who have gone forth into this world. Father, we lift them up into your throne room of grace. Father, they have gone, Lord God. Father, many of, of them have gone not knowing what is ahead of them. But they believe that you are the God who will supply all their needs. You are the God who will protect them. You are the God who will watch over them. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will protect these missionaries. Now pray for the gospel to be spread through these missionaries. Pray that every missionary will take the gospel, will not be afraid. They will launch out and the gospel will go. It will set captives free. It will break every bondage. People will be healed. Let healing be a sign of every missionary that is there. Pray that every country they go, every town that they go, every place they put their foot in. Father, we claim that ground for Jesus. We claim that ground for Jesus. Every place that our missionaries have gone. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will set them free, Lord God, to do great, great things for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are going to pray for the government officials. As we have already prayed earlier, we are going to pray 1 Timothy 2 verse 1. I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone. So we are going to pray, God, direct the hearts of every official who stands in the offices, Lord God. Whoever they are, that's not our business, but you direct their hearts. Let us pray. Father, we pray. For every official in a government job master, that official is in your hand. His heart is in your hand. Father, we pray that we ask you, Lord God, Lord, take control of them. Father, we pray every man and woman in authority. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, have your way in their lives, Father. Father, we pray, pour out your spirit upon them, Lord God that they will come to know you. They will come to know you. Father, we pray that you will reveal your plans and purposes. Whatever they do will turn out for good, Lord God. Whatever they say will turn out for good, Lord God. Everything will benefit your children. This is our heart's cry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can I have the next slide up, my brother, quickly? I'm just going to give you a number. You'll look at the screen, the next one. Yeah. You see the screen, I'm going to give you a, a number, and that number, you're going to pray. You're going to pray for that state, for that region. This will be number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one again, two, three, four, five, and you're taking seven. You're going to take that region. 
you're going to pray for that region and very especially we're going to pray for peace. So that will be your region. Pray to God that when, when you come to reign, God will give you this region to reign in. Amen? So that will be your region. Take your region and now pray peace over that region. Pray peace over that region. That's the region for you. For the next, next few months, you're going to pray for this place. Father, we pray for the region that you've given unto us Lord, right now, Lord God. We pray for peace, Lord God. We pray that peace will reign in this place, Lord God. Father, each and every one of us claim a region, Lord God. Father, we set forth these regions, Lord God, before you. We set forth Nisba, Ibri, Sohar, Alberemi, Aima, Su, Salala, Kasab, and Sib. Father, we pray that peace will reign over them. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, you're going to bless the people of official standing. You're going to bless them. And you're going to pray, Father, we pray and we ask you to bless them. When this land is blessed, you and I will be blessed and we will have jobs. Amen. So bless the people who are in authority in this place. Especially as you're praying for those in authority, pray for the king of this land. Let us pray. Father, we lift up everyone in authority in, that, in our region. The region that you have given us, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray for everyone in each region, Daddy. Father, bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Father. Father, whatever they touch will be blessed in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that every region that we are representing today, Father, will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Very specially, very, in another few days, we are going to come into the period of Ramadan. I want you to take this region that you have, and till Ramadan is over, you're going to pray for your region. You have got a commitment today. Amen? So number one, we are going to pray that God, while they are fasting, God will open their spiritual eyes. That's the first prayer point. Let us pray. Pray for your region and say, God, during this time of fasting, you will open their spiritual eyes, Lord God. Father, while they are looking for the truth, while they are looking for the truth, Father, reveal, 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 Lord God, and that their eyes will be opened, Father, to know the truth, to see the truth, so that truth can set them free. Father, we pray that truth will set them free during this time, Lord God, as they pray and they wait, Lord God. Father, we pray that you will visit them. Visit them, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will reveal Jesus to them. Father, we pray, Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to them. Let our neighbors, let our cousins come to the saving grace of knowing who you are, Lord God. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray a very special prayer, and I request if you can have the gift of speaking in another language to pray this prayer, this point. We are going to break everything that is not of God in the region that you have been given. Everything that is not of God shall be broken. Amen. Amen. Idolatry, witchcraft, sorcery, anything that is not of God, let us pray in Jesus' name. Lift up your region and say, Lord, this is my region. I come against everything that is contrary to your word. Everything that is contrary to your word. I lift it up and I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, arise. Arise on our behalf, Lord God. And Father, we ask you, to, we ask you very specially that that region of which we are praying for 
will be set free will be set free from all things that is evil everything that is not of you anything that is not of you father we pray will be destroyed in jesus name in jesus name we pray we do not know what our brothers and sisters are going through in that region either through sponsors or through people through the people that they are working so we are going to pray that god's children will find favor in wherever they are in those regions that god's children will find favor so let us pray upon favor for them and include yourself let us pray in jesus name we pray father we pray in a supernatural way let favor find them lord god lord through everybody that they work under whoever sees them whoever bypasses them whoever talks to them whoever thinks of them lord let favor let favor let favor be their portion father father in the name of jesus divine favor lord god just as joseph had favor lord god father with a cup bearer he spoke to the king on joseph's behalf because you led him father we pray in the name of jesus lead your children to find favor in jesus name we pray amen we are going to pray for our church we are going to pray colossians chapter 3 verse 16 colossians 1 9 colossians 1:10 we are going to lift up and on my left hand on my right hand side brethren you are going to because of time you are going to pray that god's word will richly dwell in this church number 1 and the second one that god will fill us with this knowledge and his will that god will bless us richly and that god will fill us with this knowledge and my and his will on my left you are going to pray that each and every one in our church will be blessed with wisdom and with spiritual understanding a discerning spirit a discerning spirit that's the reason many people fail and pray fully that we whatever we do we will be fruitful let us pray in jesus name father we pray we lift up these points for our church lord god father in the name of jesus we pray that let your word let your word let your word let your word richly dwell in us and among us lord god that every child of god master father will be will be dwelt with your word master abundantly daddy father fill us with the wisdom the knowledge and the understanding lord god father fill us with your will help our church to understand your will and purpose lord god father we pray that your will will be established in the leadership lord god in the pastoral team lord god in our pastor's life lord god father we pray that we may live and conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of you in a manner worthy of you daddy this is our heart cry today father give us the grace lord god that we will be fruitful in every good work we will be fruitful in every good work in jesus name we pray amen we are going to pray for the children of bread of life church the future generation so we are going to pray the first thing is my brother then on my uh, on my left i want you to pray three points you are going to pray that every child child of god will have reverence for god the ones on my right that they will have reverence for god two that they will have a true type of humility in their lives humility will be there and number 3 you're going to pray for the salvation of these children in a right time 
my brother and my, on my left, you're going to pray for every child that is in our congregation will be self-controlled, number one. That they will be protected from protection from peer pressure and they will have constructive godly friends. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we lift up these needs, Lord God. Father, there are many. There are many, Lord God. Father, we pray that our children will have reverence for you. They will have reverence for you. They will honor you. They will love you. They will serve you. Father, they will be totally dedicated to you all the days of their life, Father. Daddy, we pray they will have the right type of humility in their lives, Lord God. Let not anger be their portion. Let not strife be their portion. But Father, true humility, true humility they will have. Father, we pray for the salvation of every child that is in our church, every child that is in our family. Lord, in a young age, give them the grace to give their lives to you. Give them the grace to receive Jesus as a Lord and Savior. Give them the grace that they will be able to confess their sins, Lord God. Father, help them. Father, protect our children from peer pressure. Father, from their friends. Their friends will not have pressure over them to do things that are wrong. Father, we pray that they will have godly friends constructive friendship, Lord God, that they will not be misled, they will not have bad company, they will not be corrupted, Lord God, that their character will be pure, their character will be holy. Father, this is what we pray today, Father. Lord, we ask you, you will do this for us. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lastly, we are going to pray for tomorrow's service. We are going to pray first for the worship leader and all the choir members. We are going to lift up them into, your th into the throne room of grace. Second prayer point will be for the man of God who is going to share the word. That the word will not, by, will not be diluted. When he stands, the anointing will fall upon him. That while he speaks, signs and wonders will follow. We can ask God, God we want to see signs and wonders follow. Because you have promised it. And what you have promised, we are asking. We are not asking anything else different. Then you're going to pray for the ushers, the Friday school teachers, the children. You're going to lift them up also. And we're going to pray that God give them the grace, these teach, the teachers. It's not easy for them. Then you're going to lift up the newcomers. Pray that every newcomer that comes, that they will hear the word. They will receive from God. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord God. We are going to pray for the worship leader, the choir members. Lord, we pray, Lord, this morning, as your children come and as worship takes place, Lord God, Lord, we pray that the worship will be a sweet aroma, a sweet aroma in your sight. Father, if we have sinned against you, we ask you to forgive, Lord God. Father, we pray for the servant, for your son who stands here tomorrow, this morning. Lord, fill him with authority, fill him with power, fill him with wisdom, fill him with understanding, Lord God. Give him a discerning spirit, Lord God. Father, let not one word be lost, Master. Let it accomplish for the purpose for which it comes forth. Father, we lift up the ushering team, we lift up the Friday school teachers and the children. Lord, we pray, bless them. Use them, Lord God. Let the children hear and learn from a young age, Lord God. Father, we pray even for the sound system, the music system. Lord, there will be no disturbance to this morning, Daddy. Daddy, we pray very specially for every newcomer. You will meet them at that point of need. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. You will do great and mighty things, Lord God. Father, we are going to pray. We are going to pray for our pastor and for the pastoral team. 
pray, God, we lift up our pastor and we lift up the pastoral team into your throne room of grace. Lord, use them for your glory. Lord, use them to guide us. Lord, use them, Lord God, that they will bring their word. They will bring your will. They will show forth it, Lord Daddy. Father, we pray, Lord God. Now we are going to pray for the will of God to be manifested tomorrow. His total will to be manifested. God, let your will be manifested to this morning, Lord God, that you will move. You will move, Lord God, in our midst. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. You can let go of the person's hand and I want you to take a few minutes to pray for yourself. Whatever be your need. Whatever is it that you have been waiting for. This is your time. We have prayed enough. Now it's time to say, God, this is my need. I bring it up to you. And while you're bringing your need, thank him for it. Thank him before you could even receive your your reward. We, we give you glory, Lord. We give you honor, Father. Because you live, we can face tomorrow. Life is worth the living, Lord God, just because you live. Abba, every need that has been voiced out today, Lord, we bring it before your throne room of grace. And Daddy, we say, answer us according to your will. We have prayed only according to your will. We have prayed your word back to you. All that we ask you, Lord, have mercy upon us. If we have wronged you in any way, if you have wronged our brother in, in, in any, any way, forgive us. If we have sinned, walked away from you, forgive us, Daddy. If you have your wife's, if your wife is beside you, husband, or your children, I want you to hold their hand, lay your hands on your children, and bless your life partner. Bless them. If your wife is not near you, just lift up your hand towards heaven. If your wife is not there, lift up. Your husband is not there, lift up your hand. Call forth heaven today. Call forth heaven today. And say, God, I stand in the gap for my loved one who is not here today. God, give us the grace. As for me and my household, we will serve you. Father, we pray nothing of the enemy's schemes will ever prosper over our family, over us. Pray that God bind us together. Bind us, bind us, bind us together. That nothing in heaven, nor on earth, nor below the earth will ever separate you in Jesus' name. Will ever take away your children in Jesus' name. No powers of darkness over your relation, over your family, could ever be taken away because God has a purpose. Father, fulfill your purpose. Now I want you to bless that person, who, whoever's hand you're holding. Bless them. Bless them. Thank God for them. Thank God for them. 
God has given you the greatest gift. Either it's your wife, your husband, your children, your father, your mother. They are the best gift that God has given you after your salvation. The best gift that you could go. Bless them. Father, we say thank you today for hearing us, Lord God. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' most precious and exalted name we pray. Amen. Let us arise. Let us say the grace. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever for the last time. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And so be it your portion in Jesus' name. God bless you.